Welcome to the Living to 100 Club podcast. Here's our host, Dr. Joseph Cassiani. Well, hello to everyone joining us today on our podcast. You're listening to one of the public episodes this month on the Living to 100 Club. And I'm your host, Joe Cassiani. Each week, our conversations educate and inspire, helping you get the best out of all the years we are given, regardless of what obstacles come our way. These public episodes air twice a month with our premium club membership. Paying subscribers can listen to all episodes. So subscribers have access to two additional episodes per month. All episodes nonetheless share educational and inspiring stories with practical tips and strategies for aging well. Premium episodes are for subscribers only, so be sure to sign up today at livingto100club.supercast.com. On today's program, we invite as our guest Dr. Nayan Patel. Dr. Patel is a leading authority on the role that antioxidants play in the body's detox system. He shares with us his 11 years of clinical research on glutathione, an antioxidant, in its, and its role in fighting disease and increasing our energy level. How do we provide the body with the tools it needs to defend itself? How can we promote a healthy lifestyle that fits pace with the modern world? First, a little background. Dr. Nayan Patel is an alumnus of the University of Southern California. School of Pharmacy, where he now serves as adjunct faculty. A pharmacist for over three decades, Dr. Patel is an internationally recognized expert, consultant, and lecturer on the master antioxidant glutathione, and he has traveled the world educating practitioners and pharmacists on advanced biochemistry and anti-aging science. Dr. Patel founded Oro Wellness, that's A-U-R-O, Wellness in 2011 to create products to help the body function at an optimal level and reduce the long-term impact of stress on the body. Through his research, Dr. Patel stabilized glutathione, improved absorption, and increased its effectiveness with the Oro GSH antioxidant delivery system. He is the author of Glutathione Revolution, Fight Disease, Slow Aging, and Increase Energy, which addresses how powerful and essential glutathione is to the body's detox system and how to increase the body's levels naturally. We are honored to have you on our program today, Dr. Patel. Welcome to our show. Thanks for, thanks for having me today. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're very welcome. I always like to open by asking our guests to Tell us briefly about the journey that brought you to where you are today. You've you've covered a lot of territory over the years, obviously, done a lot of research, done a lot of clinical work. And tell us maybe the highlights that brought you to where you are today. So the reason I'm here today talking in front of you is because my passion has always been around education. Uh, and I can only educate others if I I'm myself is working towards getting my own knowledge base. So the last three decades, being a pharmacist, my job has always been gather as much information as possible, which is not not available in the in the literature as of right now, and see if I can make this information easier for people to understand and in a digestible manner and deliver it back to them in something they can make 
changes in the life to to have a better uh, health span and not not necessarily increase the lifespan. So that's that is what brought us here today is because my passion has always been around educating uh, not just patients but practitioners, uh, health advocates, every, anybody who is willing to help themselves, help others. Uh, live a healthier lifestyle. So that's that's my goal. Sure, that's your that's your overriding passion. I, I yes, I applaud you for that because there's a lot of literature out there, and when you can take that literature, research findings, and distill it and implement it, help it to be applied to everyday use. That's that's the key. I can see that. Sure. Yeah. Now, do you have a, a clinical practice? Do you see patients <clears throat> in your work? So I do have a clinical practice. I do see patients. Uh, uh, I do have active pharmacies that I work out of. Uh, but my my personal time, I do I do consult physicians all the time. Mm-hmm. So my full time job is actually I work with doctors on designing plans for their patients. I'm kind of behind the scenes pharmacist for a lot of doctors. Mm-hmm. They'll call me up and ask me and say, "Hey, I have this so and so patient. This is the conditions." These are the lab values. This is what the goals are going to be. Give me a plan that's that is going to be achievable in the next three months, six months, and mm-hmm. a long term plan that they can work towards uh, to to have a better life. Have you seen any common theme or underlying theme in these consults from the physicians? I deal with mostly elite uh, group of individuals that uh-huh. are that first of all they have the resources and they have the the grit to put to put through it mm-hmm. in order for them to make them feel better the common theme that i do see is is one is that everything starts from your mouth hmm. the first thing i had to do is change or not, not change educate them about the proper eating habits and that has been the hardest thing to do because it satisfies so many neurotransmitters in your brain the food does that it is really hard to change people's behavior when it comes to diet. It's easy to put them on an exercise regimen. Uh, hey, walk six miles a day. Okay, I'll do that part. But tell them to stop drinking soda uh, or drink, stop drinking coffee. Oh, no, no, no. That, tell me anything else. Tell anything else that I can do besides doing what I, what I need to eat. So that's a common theme. But people that have embraced the idea about, hey, the Socrates told us, treat food as medicine. And as soon as you realize that the, the food is just medicine and you're only eating to satisfy your body's need, then the whole perception changes. Mm. Uh, and so kids is even harder. I tell my kids the same thing too. I say, kids, learn to eat the right food and learn to uh, learn to love the food that's good for your body. <laughs> Don't love the food that's good for your tongue because that's gonna that's gonna betray you one day. Yeah. Uh, that's the hardest thing to do. What I what I find from people oh, oh, over the globe is not just uh, specifically in the United States. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, and of course, changing behavior is always very hard. We know that. So, educating people on proper diet, and I like that point. Take in the foods that are good for your health, not just that taste good, because there are a lot of foods that taste good that are not good for us, right? I mean, good cheesy burger from McDonald's is not. The best food for us. Well, Nothing against it, McDonald's, but it tastes good. We know that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Eighty percent of the supermarket is not meant to be consumed. Mm. So well, that's a st- staggering number today. You mean it's not good for our consumption? 
It's not good for consumption. Uh-huh. Yeah. Eighty oh, percent of the food. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, a big battle to take on, isn't it? <laughs> it's huge, right? Yeah. I think there are like a handful of companies that own ninety nine percent of a diet in America. Mm. Wow. Wow. And so, yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's huge. But the awareness is where it starts, right? And yes, being more informed to make the right choices and the right decisions. Sure. That's right. Now, when you and I spoke earlier, you, we were talking about um, kind of functional medicine, and you had said the whole the whole body is one giant unit, and functional medicine recognizes this fact. Uh, what do you mean by that? Most of my doctors I work with are functional medicine doctors, mm-hmm. and what does, what does that mean? Is the functional medicine doctors are not looking at patients per se just for the symptoms. But they're looking at the patient as a whole. They're looking at the patient as, okay, if you have one problem, where are all the reasons why you have this one problem? And so our whole body is one giant chemical reaction happening, but yet is separated by this thin film uh, in between each organs and the skin. And, and uh, I mean, it's everything is separate, but still is everything is kind of uh, convoluted or, or something that works together. So when we deal with medications per se, you cannot assume that if I give you one pill, it's only going to work in one area. It's going to work in the whole body. If you have a, if I give you some blocker of some enzyme, that enzyme could be in a thousand different reactions. We only need one of them to be affecting my current problem, but other 999 problems can be created because we just blocked the enzymes from doing its work. And so functional medicine doctors look at individual as a whole picture and try to address needs from the root cause. When I say the root cause, the root cause starts from your mouth, from your diet, from your, from your gut, from your intestines and your stomach. It starts from your brain, what you think and what kind of thoughts you put in your mind. Also, the endocrine system, right? The whole adrenal glands and your uh, hormonal systems and insulins and all those things, they all work together. And so making sure that whatever you do, whatever you give is satisfying more than one organs or one, mm. one system is what we want to look at. It. So most functional doctors are, are looking at a patient as a whole rather than trying to specialize in one thing, right? I'm an eye specialist. I'm a nose specialist. I'm a lung specialist. I mean, functional medicine doctor gets to see everything. And I like the, that kind of practice because you can make a make an impact in patient's life, which is long-lasting about beyond just the current symptoms they're facing today. Right. That's a great description. Thank you for that explanation. So it argues against uh, the notion of specialists going in and treating one particular system in the body where the functional medicine approach really looks at all the all the interactions. So when we're looking at high blood pressure or we're looking at high cholesterol or respiratory disorder, we have to look at the whole lifestyle, right, of the person. Absolutely. How it's best treated. Yeah. We still need a specialist. Don't get me wrong. We still need a specialist to identify current problems that can be emerging. Uh, in a specific area of your body. Uh, but for improving lifespan or health span, we need functional doctors to, to look, to look at the body as a whole and not, and not look at one organ at a time. Hmm. Uh, 
So if we have a cancer in one organ, by all means, go to a specialist. They, they know what they're doing for that organ. But then have a functional medicine doctor on the side to help you make sure that your whole body is not again being affected because this doctor decided to treat your lung or pancreas with some major medications that's going to affect the rest of your body. Yeah, that's an important caveat. Yeah, thanks for that. So let's jump into the, the topic of your area of expertise, glutathione. Help us understand a little bit what this is and what is its role in the body. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you asked this question because a lot of people do not know what glutathione is. They all know what water is, right? Because water is we consume every single day and we know this is we need to survive. But so is glutathione. It's the second most abundant product in our body after water. So it is it is absolutely necessary for every human being to know what glutathione is just because it's the most available to the body to do daily functions. Every cells in your body, every reactions in your body needs supports from glutathione to help hmm. reduce the, the stress that is produced because of chemical reactions as well as the byproducts that they have been created by because of chemical reactions. So in our body, we have over or a billion reactions happening every single every single day. Those reactions have byproducts. Those byproducts, uh, your body gets rid of them. The liver tends to uh, accumulate those and gets rid of them. But it needs help from glutathione to conjugate them or to to neutralize them to make sure they become ineffective, so to speak, while the while the body is trying to get rid of it. Because if you don't do that part, those byproducts is what causes all the haywalk in our body, and it's it's happening every single day. When you're young, your body is full of glutathione, and you, you don't see any difference. You you're basically when you're twenty twenty five year old, you're invincible. Nothing you can do can can go wrong. The same behavior pattern at the age of 65 all of a sudden will get you in all kinds of troubles like diabetes or blood pressure issues and all kinds of things like that. And so the only difference between the 25-year-old and 65-year-old is the body's ability to basically get rid of all the toxins Mm -hmm. out of the body. And so the glutathione is actually helping your liver stay clean at all times. And liver is the only organ that we have in our body that can actually regenerate back uh, back to normal, even if it's if it's damaged more than seventy percent. The, the liver can regenerate itself again, and so we want to make sure that everybody has a healthy liver, and the liver needs glutathione to do its all its work. And so my focus on my research has always been, as I said earlier, I deal with a lot of elite people in in this world. And they are always looking for this cutting edge stuff that can help them get over the edge, right? And in my research, the, the number one thing that can help all these people is has been glutathione. The only downside to that was there's no one product that was good enough for me to improve glutathione levels on in my patients on demand. And so there goes my research on why I, why I worked on glutathione and what why we, why is glutathione so important to us for us today. Mm-hmm. So is it a is it a protein? Is it a hormone? Is it oh. an antioxidant? Well, it's uh we call it as an antioxidant. It's the mother of all antioxidants. It's based on its function, but as uh, what glutathione is, it's it's a tripeptide, a three amino acid chain. It's one of the simplest protein in our body. But if you if you say people that it's a protein, people think protein as uh, as a protein shake, which is like. Mm-hmm. 100, 200 of 1,000 amino acid chains, uh, different uh, things. 
uh, they don't recognize a three amino acid chain as a protein, right? So they, it, uh, gluten is known for its function, which is antioxidant. It's an enzyme. It's a detoxifier. So it's known for what it does, for not for what it is. I see. Okay. That's helpful. Thanks. So um, is it on the decline with uh, aging, with our advancing years? Or you mentioned the 25-year-old has plenty of this. Does it decline in uh, old age or? Yes. It starts declining starting the age of about 30. Hmm. Uh, our, our needs, our, our need for glutathione is actually does not change as we age. It, it stays the same or it may increase once in a while, especially if you are, if you're having a behavior of having uh, alcohol at least once a day, then alcohol is a known toxin that needs to be detoxified every single day. The body requires a lot of glutathione to do so. That's a known toxin that we consume knowing that it's, it's not good for us. Again, our need does not change. But what happens is that as we age, our body's ability to produce glutathione reduces. Eventually, there's, there's going to be a gap for what you need and what you can produce. And they get, the gap gets wider and wider as we age and eventually gets so wide that your body cannot, can never keep up with the demand that it has. I see. Okay. So there are ways to make up this deficiency. And that's what you've spent so many years studying. That's right. And the, it starts from your diet. In my book, The Glutathione Revolution, I have a 14-day diet to boost your glutathione levels. I put 14 days because it's kind of catchy and kind of corny and it's a good marketing spin to it. Sure. But that is actually my diet for the last 25 plus years. It's not something that I don't look at as a 14-day diet. That's my life. That's why I eat every single day. And so the diet helps you produce the glutathione levels that your body needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and above and beyond, and I know as I age, I'm going to need more and more. And so I, I was always on a quest to say, okay, if I cannot, if my body cannot produce enough, what else can I do to uh, to produce glutathione in, in my body? So I, uh, back in my days, I was making intravenous form of glutathione as a pharmacist. I was making those for almost 20 years. I was taking the oral capsules of glutathione, the liposomal technology. That's a, that's a little bit older technology to stabilize the glutathione and deliver through your mouth. None of this formula actually improved the glutathione levels to my liking. Hmm. Uh, they did a little bit, but not enough. And so my question was, there has to be an easier, different way to bring this miracle molecule into my body. And so that led to my research on producing the first topical form of glutathione back in 2010, I believe so. It was the first year that we, that we actually had the stable molecules in my, in, in my hand for the first time. Mm. And for the last 12 years or so, we have done tremendous amount of research to figure out uh, every single thing that I could before I released the product to the open market a year and a half ago. And that's the topical use. You, you spray it on your body, you said, and you kind of rub it into your skin. That's it. It's just a sprayer form. And it just happened to be that way. It was not my intention to look for topical versions of glutathione mm-hmm. because uh, I also look at my patient base. But most of my customers are Americans in, in the States and they like to pop a pill. Mm-hmm. They don't like to put anything on the skin, right? They like sure. to pop a pill. We call them pill poppers. And so I was I was looking for something oral for a form of glutathione, but anything that oral, your body senses glutathione as a protein, will break it down into various amino acids, and you basically absorb the amino acids. And, and so it's, it's not really helping me achieve my goal. Versus in Europe, everything, they love skin products. They like everything topical. And so 
when I first discovered this product, I was trying to spray my mouth and it would taste awful. And oh gosh, who's going to take mm-hmm. this product? And it just so happened, like, you know, there's somebody higher power above me who was watching me always say, hey, now you're doing something wrong over here. This is not supposed to go through your mouth. It's supposed to go through your skin. Uh-huh. And it, it was about a year later that I identified that this thing actually goes through your skin. And so that put me in a different pathway, did some more work on the skin delivery system first. And then later on, we found out how this was working. And we went to the USPTO office and applied for the patent application. Mm-hmm. And in there, we discovered a lot more things as to how we were able to deliver glutathione through your skin intact into your bloodstream immediately after applying it. Anyway, so that, again, it was something that was discovered not by accident, but it was unknown to me when I first discovered it. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, we'll talk more about that on your website in a little bit. But let me ask you, how how do you measure the level of glutathione? I mean, you might get symptoms or associated clinical signs, but is there, are there ways to measure it? You can measure your blood cells. So uh, so what you do is you, you, do, you do a blood draw. You spin the blood, remove the plasma out of there because the plasma levels of glutathione is very short-lived. The half-life of plasma levels glutathione is about 14 minutes. So it doesn't stay too long. So what I do is I spin the blood to remove the plasma out, take the red blood cells only, and measure the glutathione levels in those blood cells only. Hmm. And uh, those levels uh, have to be in the higher normal range at all times because, like you know, right, all lab testing is, is an average, Right. If you take a thousand people, they feel, hey, I feel normal. What's your normal levels of glutathione? This is the range they give you, high and low range, right? When it comes to glutathione, you want to be on the high range as much as possible because our needs are always going to be the same. It's never going to go down. Hmm. It's not like we age, we need less and less of the glutathione, no. Yeah, if we go in for a blood draw then and we, we look at the lab results, is there a measure of glutathione uh, typically on um, lab most results? Of the labs, they, they don't offer that service huh? because glutathione gets oxidized pretty fast. Hmm. So what they do measure in the laboratory setting is an oxidized version of glutathione. Hmm. So what you what they measure is a total glutathione levels and not just a reduced form of glutathione, which is... Not the ideal marker, but that's the best we have. Otherwise, what they have to do is they have to spin the blood, take the blood sample, freeze them at minus 80 degrees, which nobody has in refrigerators. We knew that because of COVID was supposed to be stored in this refrigerator mm, when sure. it first came out, and nobody could do that part. And or test the blood cells immediately with a kit. And so there's no kits available as of yet. All my research I did was at the university where we have all the kits available over there. So we would be able to draw the blood and measure the blood levels immediately upon extractions. Then we get the accurate data as to how the products was actually working our patients. So it, it is a little bit harder test to do. And the data is not going to be 100% useful, but it gives you a ballpark idea on where your status is. Even if you are remotely close to as good, you are way above the curve. All the people that I've, I have done over the last 12, 15 years of, of glutathione levels, I have yet to see somebody that is even at a middle or if, if it's a higher, mm-hmm. higher or low, there's a middle. Most of people are below the middle or, yeah, or, or even lower. 
Mm, toward the lower end, I see. Yeah. Can you um, quickly tell us what are the major dietary items in your 14-day recommended program? I mean, what, what any any products or vegetables, leafy green vegetables, anything that really contributes to this increase? Yeah, I mean, there, there's some basic products out there like asparagus and broccoli and avocados, and some of the vegetables are already there. I mean, you can you can put in any any famous search engines just food for food for glutathione, and they will give it to you. Mm. It's not the glutathione itself that's coming out of these products, but what it does, it gives you all the amino acids, which is the cysteine, glutamine, and glycine. So the most uh, the one that is not abundantly available in all your diet is cysteine. So as long as you eat cysteine-rich foods like whey proteins, you will get enough of the cysteine out of that. The body takes the cysteine, will combine with the other two amino acids, which is glutamine and glycine, and make glutathione out of it. So it's not like you are consuming a whole glutathione molecule out of the fruits and vegetables and some of the meat sources as well, like oysters too. But what you are consuming is the the three amino acids. Okay, and these vegetables happen to be also other um, in other categories or other recommendations for Absolutely. for healthy diets too, right? I mean, it's not there's nothing special about these vegetables that lead to the increased amino acids. They also help many other things. They do. The one thing that I I think is the is the most favorable one for glutathione production is Brazil nuts. Uh huh. Because Brazil nuts has the enzyme and the selenium, which is a catalyst to make the whole reaction go better for you. So Brazil nuts, I always recommend about four Brazil nuts per day uh, maximum because because it also has selenium inside. So selenium is is a heavy metal that's toxic to your body. So I don't want you to eat a lot of Brazil nuts every single day because it's good for you. Four is is about the maximum you can have per day. Hmm. Okay. That's a good that's a good nugget here. Thanks. I wonder if you could uh, take a minute or two and tell us a story about your father. I, when we spoke <laughs> earlier, I, I was fascinated by him and what he's accomplished uh, in his later years. Can you share the story about him? So my father was an average uh, business person and an average father. Nothing spectacular about him. You know, he went to work every single day, come home. And just watch TV and go to sleep, like everybody else. We would like the, the same thing we do, right? Sure. Uh, he's from Africa, so I was born and raised in Africa. So I was all, I was born in Africa. So African lifestyle was it was simpler lifestyle, but still nothing else, nothing in terms of exercise or proper diet and everything else like that. So you know, average person. But at the age of forty five, he developed type two diabetes, mm-hmm. of course from. We love our sugars, right? We are Indians. We love sugars. So that, that was first thing. Because of diabetes, few years, few years later, he developed blood pressure issues, you know, vasoconstrictions of the arteries. So he got some blood pressure issues. A uh, few years later, nothing was getting changed. So he developed arthritis and starts getting those uh, joint pains and swollen fingers and things like that. And of course, he was using infrared therapies and all those things back. I, I could remember when I was a baby, I was... My dad used to sit in front of this small pot of, of red light to help with his pain. Anyways, as you can say, nothing worked. <laughs> years goes by, years goes by. And about uh, 15, 16 years ago, uh, he moved in with us into the United States. And the, for the first time I saw him, of course, he was he was not in good health at that time either. So we started, I said, hey, dad, 
do you mind if I if uh, if I can help you with your diet and your things? I said, well, my diet's pretty good. I said, well, okay, how about I do something else then? So we started working on his vitamin regimen and all those things. Today he's 87 years old. So I'll fast forward today. 87 years old today, he is no longer diabetic. He no longer has blood pressure issues. He no longer has arthritis. He walks six miles per day. Today, he's in India traveling the world. He's single. My mom passed away 22 years ago. That's why he moved in with us. Uh, he's single. He He's in India right now in his house by himself. Where he has no help. He's getting his trying to figure out where to get the food from every single day. And, and we have somebody to help him out to clean the house every single day. But nonetheless, at the age of 87, he's living by himself and doing whatever he wants to do and traveling the world. He's also planning to go to Africa, where his, where his home is, for about maybe a few weeks. And he will arrange everything on his own. Everything He will do everything on his own. Only thing that I have to do, maybe, is to buy him a ticket. And that's because uh, he doesn't have a credit card. You don't give a credit card mm-hmm. too many. So he says, just buy me the ticket and I'll take care of it. But the thing is, over the last 15 years, what has changed? How is, was he able to go from a diabetic with blood pressure, with arthritis, heavy weight, to at the age of 87, free of every single thing, is 145 pounds, five foot seven, ideal body weight. I mean, it's it's a story to be told to anybody that, hey, age is just a number. You can change. You can make yourself better at any age you want to make it better. So that only thing that can change, only thing that changed for him was his mindset. Okay, you know what? I would make this thing happen. And the way I changed his mindset was because of uh, back 15 years ago, I went to, to a functional medicine doctor. I said, hey, doc, can you take, take my dad out? I said, well, his, his hormones are low. Let's give him some testosterone, okay? That little bit of testosterone gave him the energy that he needed to do every single thing. After that, he started doing, he was already doing meditation before that, but he made sure he always did his meditation. He does his yoga. He does his breathing yoga every day, uh, like for about an hour, hour and a half every morning, just breathe deep breathings, heavy breathings, and all these different types of breathing that he does every day. Then he will go in the backyard, do gardening in, in the house and grow plants and vegetables and every single thing. So we always have organic vegetables in my house all the time. And then about 10 years ago, we started giving him glutathione. Mm. And in the last 10 years, things have just gone on like on steroids for him, right? Wow. He's pain-free. Uh, he's walking great today. All his friends uh, all his friends in the neighborhood calls him. Uh, I said, what has your kids given you? Oh, they just give me something. They just, whatever they tell me, I take it. I don't, I don't ask too many questions, okay? Uh, but he's the envy of all the all the neighborhood but on the sad side is that uh, I this is this is something that everybody should know that if you do find a fountain of youth for yourself and something's working for you, please help your friends along with it. Because today he's feeling a little sad once in a while because he lost two of his friends in the last three years. Mm. And yeah. it's something that that he is constantly reminded that he has only have four friends left now. Mm. And so Sometimes he gets down a little bit because of that, but then we have to bring him back up again because we take vacations with him. He goes, comes out everywhere we go. He comes with us. He he makes sure that if you're taking a vacation, that he he's here with us because he wants to enjoy life with us. And he has no problem. He went to Yosemite Park and did hiking with us. I mean, it's it's crazy, right? 
that's the story of my great. dad. That's a great dad. story. That's yeah. I mean, it, it's it's great that he's traveling at age 87 and he lives independently, which is not so unique. I mean, there are other people in their 80s yeah. and 90s that that are at the same level of, of performance. But what's remarkable is the 40-year change and to be free of all those chronic diseases, chronic conditions. And now, as you say, he's healthy, he's average weight and functional and he gets around. That's what... That's the true transformation, I think, to be free of and to leave that that heavy burden behind and to open up to all these new possibilities. That's, that's right. the beauty of it. Yeah. That's yeah. And, and the doctors don't believe him either. Yeah. He, he'll go to the doctors and doctors goes, well, I need to be on your regimen. Yeah. You know? yeah. And the only thing he says, is, well, just have faith in somebody else that, that, that somebody else will take care of you, right? Follow the guidance of somebody smarter than you are, and then you'll be okay. <laughs> that's, that's the story of life. Of yes, sure. Everybody. Yeah. And learn and, you know, find the answers. And as I said earlier, make some of these important decisions, life changing decisions. Yeah. Because it doesn't come knocking on our door. We have to go after it, right? It's something we have to initiate and go after ourselves. He had to, right? When my mom passed away, he had to make a decision. Does he want to live or uh, just basically survive on his own, right? And he decided to live. He decided, hey, I will, I, I can, I can live better. He had to have his mindset clean to see that, you know what? No matter what, I want to make, I want to do better for myself. Nobody wakes up at 5.30 in the morning at, at the age of 87 to do a, an hour and a half yoga every morning, right? And so you have to have the mental ability to do so and uh, and something like that. So anyway, so yeah. it's not just about doing it. It's about about making the initiative to, to make it happen for yourself. Well, great story. Thank you for sharing that. Please give your father uh, kudos and gold stars for me for his perseverance. You know, it's it's perseverance. We deal with loss and we we get knocked down and we get back up and we keep moving. Yeah, that's keep great. So, uh, Nayan, tell us if people visit your website, tell us the um, the address and what will they find on your website? So my website is aurowellness.com, A-U-R-O, wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.com. And on my website, pretty much I have two product lines. One is, of course, my my flagship products of glutathione. We have two products of the glutathione and everything that goes along with the glutathione. Some, I have some blog articles, sign up on the newsletters because I try to bring up information on a weekly, if not every two weeks basis. If I hear something, read something, I want to, I want to share with all my, uh, all my doctors and my patients. Uh, so I have newsletters coming out on a, at least once or twice a week. So that, that's great way to learn more about it. I have the books for sale as well. I mean, if people want to buy the books, it's an easy read. Uh, the original book was written for physicians and my publisher says, uh, no way. I'm not going to publish this book for you. Uh, you got to make it understandable. And so that's where I learned that, hey, no matter who you are, you have to connect with your audience and connect with the people that are going to read this book. So I changed the book. It says, book is a very easy read, bunch of stories in there. And it's very uplifting, gives you hope that at any age you can you can make a difference for yourself and do the right thing to feel better. Other than that, yeah, uh, the the other part of the website is uh, the same product. The, the glutathione is such a good product for your skin health that I I 
develop a whole cosmetic company because of that based on one ingredient. And so that's that's a whole different thing on, on its own. My passion is towards wellness anyways. And, you, and you'll see my passion towards wellness because on wellness side, I have videos and I have all kinds of things about, about glutathione on my wellness side. On, on the skincare side of the website is just a bunch of pictures and graphics to to make a sale. So if you're interested in in wellness, go to the wellness site and learn more about it from there. Great. Auro, A-U-R-O, wellness.com. Well, I'm thrilled to have had you as a guest on our program today because this is valuable information. And I know our listeners will get a lot out of it. Is there a one takeaway that you'd like our audience to uh, kind of walk away with from this conversation? There are no magic pills in the world. As a pharmacist, I'll tell you, all the medications I fill every single day, not even one is going to help you live longer or live healthier, right? So if that is true, uh, this is coming from a pharmacist, making sure that you use medication only to gain control of your body. Mm-hmm. Your body is very self-sufficient. It can fight its own problems. It can deal with everything in the world. It will deal with it. Just give the tools the body needs to fight its own problem. The tools are coming from the food source, from the energy, uh, from the sunlight, things like that. That's around us. That's what the energy that the body needs to survive. And at the very end, make sure your mind is completely clear because clear mind gets you better focused and you make better decisions. Great, great advice. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, Dr. Patel, looks like we're out of time for today. But before we wrap up, I just want to remind our listeners to visit the club website, living200.club. Sign up for my email list and download a free copy of my nine tips to make living longer enjoyable. You'll also see an option to contact me with your questions and comments. I welcome your feedback. Finally, be sure to subscribe to this podcast series as a premium club member so you don't miss any episodes, maybe the episode that could seriously affect your decisions, outlook, or actions. Sign up at living200club.supercast.com. Dr. Patel, thanks so much for being a guest on our program. For those who might want to contact you, can they do that through your website? Yes. There's there's an email in the website. They'll come straight to my office, and anything addressed to me will forward to me directly. Great. Great. Well, thanks again. Thanks so much. Being here. Thank you. You're welcome. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Hope to see you next time. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.